Hello and welcome back to Franchise Sports Talk Basketball. We're going to go over the uh, the free agent signings that have just happened as well as trade requests and all the other things that are about to happen. And trade that. that we, our last one was basically the end of the finals, wasn't it? Yeah, um, so we've not done one in a while. Uh, so well, it's not actually had, that long ago, is it? But, but Bradley Beal got traded. Um, the Phoenix Suns have gone for Brooklyn Nets round two ish. Um, free agency, lots of stuff happened. The draft obviously happened, which was relative. It's never as dramatic as the rumours and reporting is always like everyone's going to trade their lottery picks and then no one really trades in the lottery that much. Um, and Victor Mbanyama shockingly was drafted first overall. Yeah, it's real big surprise that one. Um, yeah, so we've had yeah we've had the draft, we've had free agency, and now trade trades. Yeah, free, free agency was quite eventful, wasn't it? But I think in a way we're like halfway through the off season because because we've so we've got Harden and Lillard have both requested trades, but there's also a chance when you've got two players of that caliber available for trade, it opens up other stars getting traded. Yeah, and actually, it wasn't a big free agent class. So, like, Porzingis got dealt. We haven't mentioned that either. But like, basically, Porzingis and Beal got traded, and then free agency. Actually, like all the big names stayed. Like Fred Van Vliet was the one who changed team. In like a massive, massive contract, to the Rockets. But other than yeah. that, the Bucks, the Bucks kept Middleton and Lopez, which they just had to. Like the money doesn't matter. Giannis is going to be extension eligible. Um, you have to keep two of your like four best players. Uh, Kyrie stayed, obviously, in Dallas. Even like the Lakers brought their guys back, like they said they would. Yeah, I guess the big stuff was, um, well, as seems to always happen, a few guys that are kind of considered role players getting big paydays to move teams, like uh, Bruce Brown. Yeah, yeah, that was the that was possibly the most surprising one. Partly because the Van Vliet thing was leaked like yeah. three days before the agency. What was Bruce Brown's contract again? Was it? Well, it was. I think it was twenty two and a half per year for two years, but the second year is a team option, so it's probably a one year deal. Yeah, but like a wild, a wild AAV um, for a player like him. Yeah, although I mean, he was handling the ball. For the Nuggets, it might just be that he was underrated before. I mean, he was probably a bit cheap. I think he was. Year, but... I think from his perspective, like the yeah. the six or whatever he got paid, and now twenty two, is he's basically worth like he's basically got a fair deal over to the two years. Yeah, That's probably like his market value is at the midpoint of those two numbers. Yeah, exactly. Um, a few other guys changing teams: Caleb Martin. No, he's still on the. He's on the, got another year on his thing. Okay, um, that wasn't the one. The other guy. <laughs> the other guy. Uh, Who's the the Heat lost Gabe, on their Gabe, guys? Gabe Vincent and Max Struess, I guess is what you mean. Those guys, yeah. So the Cavs had like a really active after having like no shooting. They got um, George's Niang and Max Struess signed and trade for Struess. And Gabe Vincent went to the Lakers. 
they were like relatively interesting things for like contending teams, I think. Yeah, I mean they're they're going to certainly play roles in those teams, aren't they? Yeah, the Lakers also got Torian Prince and brought back Russell Reeves and Hachimura. Torian Prince, like a yeah. big guy, shoots thirty seven percent from three. Like, seems good, six foot seven guy. Yeah, shoots the ball. Yeah, they've they've gone. They've kind of undone all the Westbrook craziness they had for the past couple of years, where they decided we're going to have this really nicely team built around LeBron and Davis and basically tore it down and got Russell Westbrook. And now they've kind of gone back and they've got a nice balance again. It just shows, though, like the latter end of the latter stage of LeBron's career, Davis, short peak ish player, you think, probably with his injuries. And they just wasted like two years, really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I, the thing is now is, finals last year. I guess I mean, they didn't waste we, it. We might see a different story, but now LeBron and Davis with nice players around them. I'm not sure that's enough to win a championship anymore. A couple of years ago, it might, it would have been, but obviously LeBron is older. Part of it's the yeah. Reeves piece, isn't it? I mean, keeping Reeves at the number they got him for was good. Also, the D'Angelo Russell contract that's like just perfect for them to trade for someone. I think that's basically the thing is like, like you say, I'm not sure this roster as it stands is a championship roster, but they've, the thing with the Westbrook trade as much as anything was they put themselves in a position where they couldn't even really get out of it that easily. Yeah. That's the thing with those massive contracts. Like the Suns are in now. The Suns actually like they picked up because they could only get minimums. Their free agency was quite good, but if they get to the trade deadline and they want something, they don't have any salary to give anyone. No, they can't, they can't change it. They're stuck with this roster. They have no picks and no salary to trade. And it's like, you're all in. I mean, they're all in is better than the Westbrook with LeBron and AD all in. Yeah. But there's still, that lack of flexibility is just always a bit scary. Yeah. I mean, we've not, we could talk about the Suns a bit, as, even though it's a little while ago because we've not podcasted since then. Um... I mean, I think we've both got similar opinions on that. Beal trade. And we're about, you know, the fit. Do you think it's been the talk of it, really? Yeah, whether it's... The, Sorry, go on. Whether the fit is really that great. Again, it's a bit of... Like the Nets, the free ball dominant guys, again. Um, and in this case, I don't. none of them are particularly, like, great playmakers. I think a lot no. passes at least. So um... a lot of isolation, you suspect, is going to happen here. And I think so. The Beal trade is a really weird one because in isolation, ironically, it's like the assets they gave up to get Bradley Beal. Like, yeah, you probably just should just do that. But Beal's on this absolutely mammoth contract, and they'd already given up all of like their pieces around them. And, like, I guess it's like Chris Paul yeah. and Andrew Shamit. And the the minor draft conversation they gave up, they weren't going to get anyone like Bradley Beal's level. But I don't. He's still got the no trade, so it's not like they can even be like, "Well, if this doesn't work, we can trade Beal for role players." No, they're now stuck with Bradley Beal. Their um, their out is basically um like Aiton, isn't it? Yeah, I guess what trading Aiton. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of surprised that it hadn't happened this off-season. Um, but it seems a lot like it's going to stick around now. 
and I don't know if change, like changing coach maybe have an impact on that. Yeah, well, they don't. The coach and the starting centre don't actively dislike each other publicly. Yeah, seems good. Um, but yeah, in, in general, it's not a great fit. I mean, not doesn't seem great defensively either. It's uh, I guess we'll see how it goes, but you can see it not not being a you know like a perfect team this going season. Although at least with Booker and um, Beal, it's not the same as Irving and Harden in terms of off the court. Uh, antics. Yeah, that's the one thing that like the Nets comparisons because it's kind of impossible to not make those comparisons. But the Nets yeah. stuff, I mean, a lot of that falling apart was both the injury issues, which there are some with the Nets, but not quite to the same level, and the just like the hardened Kyrie Irving personality, like lottery you were playing, where it's just the chances of that ever holding together long enough was very very slim from the start. Um, yeah, yeah. I I don't have like I don't really know how to. I basically have the Suns behind the Nuggets. Yeah, it's not pushed above the Nuggets, and they were already with, just behind this the thing Nuggets. with Durant and Booker. They were already just behind the Nuggets. So it's yeah. I don't know how it's. I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's increased their title chances, particularly that trade. Um, but maybe not damaged it either. Like you say, they've not given up that much. So The trouble is with that, so the minimum stuff is even when you look at it, it's like, oh, they picked up guys who can defend, some who can shoot. That's yeah. good. It's like, but they're still like minimum contract guys who usually yeah. aren't starting for a champion. Like, not often. No. Anyway. It's like, if, if with that many, they may get lucky and a couple of those guys can like can be decent starters. But it's also a bit of a lottery, isn't it? Minimum guys, like some of them may just just not really contribute. Um, but yeah, it's you, you kind of have to hope you like one of those guys can step up a bit. Otherwise, it, it is gonna you know it's, it's a bit of a lopsided lineup. Yeah, well, you and you just got like the defense question again, where it's like they'd face the Lakers in a series. Is that like a lot of Durant guarding LeBron? If they face the Warriors, what's what's going on there? Is that like Bradley Beal chasing Steph Curry around? Or I guess Joshua Kogi would do it, who they then don't guard when you're on offense, and then you lose some of the super-powered offense thing that you have by having the three guys. So it, it just a lot of the same questions that we basically had when we did the Nets thing. Like, they're just there again. Yeah. One of the players are the same, but the whole concept is eerily similar. Yeah, it's um, it's annoying as well because a couple of years ago, it felt like the Nets had a really nice, really nice like complementary team roster. I think you said a few weeks ago, it's like that Beal trade. If they hadn't done the Durant trade, almost makes more sense. Yeah, like if you had Bridges and um, well, and then it's like we just get our second okay. scorer. Like nothing, and then it like, yeah, it's get... like yeah, like a few years ago, obviously I had Paul, who seems like yeah, maybe he's like maybe best not to have him, like relying on him at this point in his career. So trading him makes sense, but compared to that team they had there when you had Paul and Booker, Aiton and Bridges, it feels like all that balance is just gone. Um, with 
that roster and yeah yeah so it's a weird one i i kind of i'm like on the fence with the suns but i think they're like marginally a winner of the offseason because they add, added bradley bill for very little even if i don't think is a trade i would have necessarily done yeah i know i, mean, you, I guess I, we'll see where damian lillard goes yeah and like i've got i think the lakers have had a really nice offseason I think basically with a team that didn't have that much flexibility, they've not done the like, we're going to just go for another star thing again. They've brought Reeves back. Russell is this now trade matching salary piece. Um, Prince, I think, is a good pickup. I think yeah. Gabe Vincent it's, is like a bit of defence. Hopefully yeah. we'll shoot quite well. Next Gabe Hachimura quite a lot of money, didn't they? Guess is another he one. Good. He was quite good in the playoffs too. He was, but also there's now, you could keep... Reeves, Prince, and Vincent, and combine Hachimura and Russell's salary with a, a future pick potentially for someone who's like in the thirty million pound range, yeah. forty million pound yeah. salary if they want to dollars even. <laughs> well, it is basically yeah. the same thing now, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's move on from Suns because um, that was actually a while ago. Um. What were the other free agency? It was mainly the Rockets. It's the Rockets getting guards. Heard all the money. Well, they got block, Van Vliet. Block, block all their young players. Yeah, so Van Vliet, like, you kind of get the leadership, can play on ball, can play off ball. Maybe make sense of that. Dylan Brooks, for £20 million per year, for four years, is one of the craziest contracts I've ever seen. Yeah. It is honestly baffling. So they brought they want veteran leadership on their young team. He's just been kind of told we don't want you back on a young team who needed veteran leadership. So don't know if that's the right play. Yeah. Again, a perimeter player when they've got millions of perimeter players, he's now going to take minutes off of them. Um, they even signed Jock Landale at eight eight million a year. It's like okay, he had some good minutes last year, but that seems like a lot. And why have you done that for four years? I. <laughs> It just the whole off season was crazy. Like it was weird when they were rumored to get Harden back, and this is almost as weird. Yeah, well, I, I mean, the, it might be worse if they just got Harden and then, okay, sure, the nost- Harden nostalgia, and you have the young guys. Although I guess they basically wouldn't get to touch the ball. But when they basically they basically um, signed a load of guys that are going to be, well. Brooks and Van Vliet, at least, are going to be starters playing, like, the bulk of the minutes. Yeah. With all these young players the last couple of years, they've been accumulating, and now they're just going to not not get the opportunities. thing is, this is kind of... And they're not good. It it doesn't even make... They're not any... Obviously, still not anywhere near being good or even a playoff team with that. The, The one thing with Harden is you could see a logic. I don't think it would have been accurate. But if you had added Harden to this group with the talent, is maybe that gives us some upside of being like a playing team. I don't think they really have that with this. Like unless no. some of their young players take a huge leap anyway. Um, but, but this is also linked to the fact that they don't control their draft picks coming up. And that oh, is linked to point. James Harden and the Russell Westbrook trade. Yeah. So this is basically like, the part of the reason they've been There's wanting no to point get then. better. There's no point in them being bad is that they don't they don't get anything from that. No. Um, mm, yeah, they're just in a real mess. 
that at the moment that might be yeah one of the worst franchises to be well we're still going to see more of this so these teams who went all in so this is from a trade that westbrook has changed teams i think 83 times since then harden yeah. has he's had what another eight trade requests or something since that trade yeah and they're now facing the the most painful part of the trade even some of these teams that we're like oh they've got up to the they've been competing and they're now getting picks that they can trade in the future again like the clippers and the lakers yeah but they could still have the bit where they like their stars are gone yeah and, and they have their picks that's the real they the picks that they yeah they gave up for those stars you trade them gone. like a generation away you're trading draft picks from at the time they're trading some of these picks, they're picks for like eleven-year-old children. Yeah, that's not the way to put it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, I mean, Rockets definitely. Yeah, not a good off-season, I don't think. I've also got the Raptors and Sixers in that. Um, basically, the Sixers thing of like. I mean, it's not really been decided yet, but they're currently in a situation of, like, they have another star player who wants to leave. Yeah. Like, it depends how this resolves, but the moment is, like, they've got the MVP, they just had another disappointing playoffs exit, and um, I don't know what their team's going to look like next year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's bad. No draft assets, really. It's it's about what they can manage to had from here isn't it that you assumed they had nowhere near done um all right well they may well be done it's the um they could keep harden for this year stalemate again yeah basically run it back which doesn't seem great but then he's expiring and then i think they've actually would have quite a bit of cap room because it's, it's tobias harris must be getting on with that this is, lo- this is last year as well yeah so they they would actually then have but there's not much in the next free agent class anyway. Oh, there's there's a bit, isn't there? Um, Unless they want like to give Drew Holiday, Paul George, Pascal Siakam. I mean the I feel like the uh, I feel like the the Paul George and Drew Holiday is quite unlikely they get there. Yeah, you mean they get extended before that? Yeah. Like holiday, it, I mean, it depends on what's happened with Yanis, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, so, so I just felt the six were a bit up in the air, and I so I had the also the Raptors as well, just because this Van Vliet thing, like, they weren't really going anywhere that much anyway. They lost Van Vliet, and then they gave loads of money to Jakob Pertl. Like they did. Yeah, and they've they've got Dennis Schroeder to replace Van Vliet. It's like it's yeah, they were they were a bit they were a little bit just kind of stuck in the mud anyway, weren't they? And, and they've got not, even less shooting than they have. They've not gone one way or the other. They've probably just got slightly worse. They've they not, have actually not been in like gained assets. They've been like stuck in the mud a bit, haven't they? Like yeah. they had obviously the um, season where they're displaced as well, which then like was oh this is a lost season. They got Scotty Barnes out of it, but now they're just like I don't. They probably need to look at trading Siakam. It's probably yeah. best that like, but it's a weird one because I don't think Scotty Barnes is like a you build around him. He's like your number one guy. I think he's more likely to evolve into a kind of Draymond-esque player. It's like this ceiling. I mean, Draymond's a yeah. hell of a player, but he 
you don't yeah. build the team around Draymond having the ball all the time necessarily, unless no, you've got you the two great shooters ever. You want another, yeah, you want another guy with him, basically. At least one, yeah. And so I don't really, I just feel like. How about Pascal kind of Siakam to the Sixers? Not the best fit with a beat, is it? No, not the best. You, you could get bit, some. Though. You could get some mega like. This is where I mean with like the, the fact there's stars available. There's definitely routes where this gets like silly. We get yeah. properly, even if they're not fourteen trades that happen now. They're like part of it happens now, and then the other bit goes yeah. through like a few months. We get just like loads of dominoes falling because the straight up deals. Like I sent you a few before this, and I put them on Twitter as well. They just like they don't really. None of them really work. Most of the straight no, up trades you look at, it's like I don't know why anyone yeah, would do that. For the with the Lillard situation, um, it seems it's like has to be a free team trade, doesn't it? Really. Plus, we're in this thing where he seems to really want Miami, greatest ever Blazer, and all that stuff. But Miami's offer, they can definitely Miami, get outbid. Miami don't really have much, do they? No, they've got like one or two picks. And like Tyler Hero on a big contract. So is that That's it, yeah. Do you want to give Tyler Hero the ball instead of Scoot Henderson and Shaden Sharp and, and Anthony that, And that's the thing is basically you have to find someone that wants Tyler Hero and have some assets to add into that. Really. Which I, and I'm, I, I'm not sure who that is. I do yeah, that's I don't know who wants Tyler Hero on that contract particularly. Um which is where maybe the six is but then it, the Sixers thing is, it's like it'd have to involve Harden going somewhere else, wouldn't it, if he was to go to the Sixers? Yeah, plus, so the issue with this is, I, I don't think Lillard's, there's been comments from him about not being that keen on going to the Sixers. And how do the, the Sixers don't have that much to put into it. And if the Sixers put Maxi into it, I then get into like it doesn't make any sense. Or is it doesn't? Doesn't make them any better. Well, like sense. you get, you go like Lillard. You're then playing like Lillard, Melton, Harris, Tucker, and Bead. Is like I don't know. Is that is that that good? Yeah. Like is is Lillard and Bead plus like stuff actually like that great a team? I'd kind of if I was the six, I wouldn't be dealing Maxi. Basically, I think like. Finding a way to keep space, even if there's not necessarily the class next year, is going to be amazing. But then you're into like, do you end up kind of wasting a year with Embiid in his prime? Or is it just yeah, this, that's the thing. Is they this is almost the problem with the um, a few years ago. Some of those trades they did, well, like when they went they, when they got Harrison Butler, basically they gave up so many assets at that point, didn't they? That they, they are. That was kind of all in. So they have then, they've kind of been a bit behind since then, it feels like, in terms of what they can do. They really just have not had much flexibility since then. And then they did the hardened stuff and gave up even more. Yeah. And so they've got very few they can trade at the moment. Like one of the ones I put together was like, I think I ended up, which one was it? Uh,. There's a couple where you basically run into the Stepien rule with multiple teams. So there's this four-team thing that was really ridiculous where you get Towns and Harden on the Clippers. Paul George to the Sixers if the Clippers don't want to pay him. Lillard goes to the Timberwolves. 
and just like everyone sends stuff to the Blazers. The problem is those teams don't have anything to send to them, really. No. I guess they just get loads of picks. But they don't even get that many picks because they're all, they're so stuck. Like They could all give swaps, I suppose. But it's like, well, you're swapping like stuff. There's like, you get into like, okay, a swap in 2028. I don't know how much the Blazers care yeah. about that. Yeah, it's like 2028, 20, 2030 picks. Which, I mean, some of those, I mean, the post and bead sixes, that might have quite a lot of value, and the Clippers at that point could have value. But there's not even many of them. Like, in, the, in these trades, they don't have young assets either. No, they're getting, like, yeah, Marcus Morris. PJ Tucker, yeah, it's not. It's more salary not, dump stuff. That's not there's, stuff that you want if it's a rebuilding team. So they're going to want something similar and they're not going to, be able to get it because it's almost impossible to give up a KD package because teams don't have two relatively cheap 3 and D wings and all of the picks and the swaps that they gave. Like It's genuinely yeah. almost impossible to have that trade package in the NBA. Yeah, it feels like no one is... No one is really has that many assets at the moment that is in a position to basically go and get a star. Why they they should be doing that? No, it's like Utah. Yeah, and then you get into like, would he want to go to Utah? And he's not actually. Is he much more likely to win a title with that Utah roster, even with Markkanen, than he is in Portland? Yeah, not probably not. So yeah, it's it's a tricky one. I mean, they're probably going to end up getting like a not what looks like not a great package for Lillard. And um, this is where, like, really, maybe they should have sold it, traded him, like, two years ago, I think. Uh, I mean, they've not really been good the last couple of years. They've they looked like... A, either have they? Yeah, like, it looked like at that point, about two years ago as well, where it was like, okay, they're now, like, they've dropped off and they've not got any flexibility or way of, you know, like getting any better, really, anytime there, soon. So There was a point where they had their picks and they could have done like, but they didn't even do like the mega rule in, which we've criticised a lot on this yeah. podcast. But like, if they'd done that and then it hadn't worked, you're like, okay, now you could trade him. They've sort of done lots of these little like, oh, we've got Jeremy Grant now. Yeah, they're, they're trying to kind of tread the, tread the, you know, the line between the giving up your future and like keeping Lillard is kind of what they did for the last couple of years. Um, and now they've given Jeremy Grant five years, 160 million. Yeah. And Lillard is gone. Is going to go. Uh, I mean, only if Lillard had requested trade a couple of days earlier. Yeah, I. I don't think Jeremy Grant would be getting that contract. No, no, he wouldn't. I mean, ironically, one of the teams with assets and young players is the Pelicans. But I mean, they've already traded for a small Blazers guard in the last couple of years. It would be kind of silly yeah. if they just. United, Lillard and McCullum. Yeah. Lillard and McCullum with Zion. If he ever plays a game of basketball, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it would be quite fun. I'm not sure it's going to go that far, but that's one of the teams with the assets. And it, it seems like he really wants the Heat, and this is basically a question of, like, how much are they willing to say, we can't trade you to the Heat until we get other stuff? Yeah, I mean, a direct trade with the Heat, like you say, is basically they're just getting Tyler Hero, who's then not a lot else. Like a, one or two picks. And, like, that 
has to involve another team. And I think just another team to take heroes, not enough. It has to get really complicated where you have another star. And then it's like these trades don't really get agreed to, but they look great on the trade machine. Like you get into a star goes somewhere else. Lillard goes to the heat. Hero goes somewhere. And all of those teams send stuff to Portland. So what, what stars going somewhere else? Yeah, that's the difficult bit. So, I mean, the Harden, working well, Harden... But going, going, what, not a, a star that's not involved with either the Blazers or the Heat. Yeah, basically. Going, but why would they trade them? Who's What's going to that team that's got the star? Um, well, they would then probably have to get some sort of equity as well. But that's where you get these teams don't have enough picks. So well, yeah. it's why like, they did one including Towns. Although that then ends up with Lillard in Minnesota, which would be interesting. Lillard and Anthony Edwards together would be very, very fun. Uh, with yeah. a proper defensive anchor with Damien Lillard. I mean, I don't think he's going to win the title necessarily, but that would be a really good team for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then there's the slight wild card that he said he's, um, he'd quite like to play for the Spurs. Yeah. Um, they do have young players and millions of picks. Yeah. So they have the assets. It's just, I don't know if they would do that. Like, it would be a good, whether that'd be a good move for them. No, I, I think it would be kind of unnecessary at this point. It's too soon. And he's on a mega contract yeah. that you might. Exactly. You've got good. You've got so you that you'd then be stuck with Lillard when he's thirty six and he's getting paid sixty million dollars. When when Banyama is like twenty three or something. Yeah. Seems so that's, Yeah. So that's the issue with that. The age gap between when Banyama and Lillard is too big for that to be like a pairing. Yeah. I mean, what could? So there's like stars that sort of murmurs about that they might be on the move or it kind of makes sense. Like Towns, Levine, uh, obviously Harden. That's kind of it. Yeah, there's, it feels like there's not that many possible moves, really. So That's why Portland got a hold out of it, I think. Because they, if they take that the current like heat package, which we know what it is because it's just everything the heat have got, which isn't that much. Yeah, well, that if they well, if they were going to, it probably would already be announced. Yeah, yeah, true. So I think it's a case of waiting and seeing if I don't know, just something happens. Someone does something silly, or yeah, I mean, it's like this: the thing with with so if Harden gets traded somewhere and there's actual interest in Harden. Then that can maybe move some pieces around that then makes opens up some other possibilities. Somehow. Yeah, I I'm not hundred percent sure how it would work, but like one thing that would be quite good for freeing up some salary stuff, if the Clippers did either pull off a hardened trade or something and they use multiple players in that. Yeah. Then have money that gets aggregated in and you split that up and it goes flying around in like a three or four team crazy deal. I feel like he's going to, that because also his salary is so massive, but I feel like that's the resolution here. 
because we've got to this point where basically all the contending teams have no picks. Yeah. Like one. Well, they've got two, but the second one has to be a swap. Like, they they have so little draft equity to give in these big deals. And they don't have young players either. Like, if the Sixers was like, yeah, we'll do maxi and like three picks. One, I don't think that would be a great trade for them at the moment. And two, they don't have three picks to trade. <laughs> No, yeah, so basically that's not... That's not even on the table, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's really hard to know, isn't it, which way it's going to go at the moment. Um, but it does... You, well, I mean, Lillard is going to be traded. I think we could be pretty certain about that at this point. He will be before the trade deadline. I'm not sure I'd put it any earlier than that. Do you think so? Do you think it might, it might not be traded before the season? I think it's possible. Like you said, I mean, he said he wants the heat and he's got a really long contract as well. Like chipping time off his contract isn't like going to diminish his value really. Um, and I just think that maybe the heat trade goes through tonight and this ages very poorly. But if it doesn't go through in the next like, couple of days, the heat offer is not going to get better. Is already everything they own. It's <laughs> basically going the deal. There's all the picks they can give. The young yeah. assets they do have and must be in the deal already. This, this, although actually this is mainly round, round two picks, isn't it? This one. I'm just looking at these trades you've got. This one of Harden and Tucker to the Clippers, Lillard to the Sixers. And then a load of stuff. So it's Powell, Batum, Covington, Mann, uh, it's only three firsts. You just can't get above three firsts with these teams involved, and then millions of seconds. Yeah, I think seconds. Well, I guess would three firsts fun. is not a terrible return. Is it? Well, is it even three firsts? I can only see two on there. Yeah, there's one further down somewhere. Hey. No, it's only two on that one. Sorry, I've got mixed up with a different one. Okay, so yeah, yeah, two I... firsts and a load of seconds. But you could then do swaps, which I think second round picks could be more valuable with the new CBA. Why is that? I think being able to get younger, cheaper players, not being yeah. in this situation where we've had some teams where they just like don't have any draft picks. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Like you, you can fill out the roster of second round picks to like freeze up room, doesn't it, really elsewhere? Yeah. Um so that that kind of configuration sort of makes sense, but I I still don't think that's necessarily enough for Portland. Like, Terence Mann's all right. Norman Powell, you could then maybe send somewhere else. That's one thing with that is, like, they either keep Powell and trade him or does someone give you, like, a top 10 protected first for Powell yeah. as well? I guess, pa- yeah, Powell at least has a couple of years left and it's, that contract is fairly tradable, I suppose. Especially with the cap soaring. Batum and Covington would be... I mean, they're... I mean, they're expiring, but they're maybe also can, guys that, like, the deadline, maybe you can send you them get somewhere. A, another couple of seconds or something. I mean, yeah, it's it's not a blockbuster, though, is it? It's not like these other ones we've seen for players who are not Damian Lillard. Yeah, but it's because there's, it's almost because there's been so many of those the last few years. It's like there's not enough assets left. The league is capped out on doing those mega trades. Like, we just yeah. we can't do them. 
Yeah. Which one out what, of picks. If they'd the done this two years ago before you had like, well, like the Mitchell trade and the, uh, or the other one. Go, what was the other oh, the one? one being the absolute. Yeah. Um, so the same was... goes for Beal though. I mean, they gave him a no trade as well, which yeah. was silly. But like, the Durant trade, I suppose. Yeah. Um, both of the Harden trades. Both the Harden, yeah. If they'd done well, it before... Well, the, the last two Harden trades. Yeah. Sorry. Um, if, if they'd done it before all those, then... They might have got more than, like, Batum but, and Covington in return. Yeah. Everyone's basically... This is the silly thing with these. I, when we set, talk about them as being all in, it's because they are actually all in. It's like you've then given up assets... So you're then not in a position to do a trade like that again for like a decade. It's, it's literally like a generation. Yeah. And because so many teams have done that, teams that would be looking to add someone have done that already in the last couple of years. There's like, there's just not the assets left anymore. Which should mean if, actually one of the teams that we've not mentioned much here is the Nets. And there is, there is a world, he's only got two years left, where I could be like, yeah, I'll take Ben Simmons. We're actually like, we don't care about winning for the next year or two anyway. We'll yeah. get Ben Simmons to go. We need someone in the front court. Um, and the Nets do have picks, and they have picks from the Suns and the Sixers in the future when yeah. both of those teams might be quite rubbish. It's, there's a, a route where the picks they've got from the Durant and Harden trades are like really, really good, I think. But, but again... Isn't that a bit like the um, the jazz situation? I mean, it's like, they're better they, than jazz, aren't they? They're better. They're, yeah, they're a bit better than the jazz, but like, that's not a title winning team, is it? Still, um, and Lillard, Lillard, Bridges, Johnson, Claxton, no. And really. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's not that's not winning title. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah, Lillard will be on board with that. Uh, if he does end up on the Heat, I think the Heat might be my pick to come out of the East, though. Which is not the yeah. hot take since I've just made the finals, but like, there were also the eight seed. I mean, yeah. Lillard. I can't think of like. It's hard to have two more complementary stars for him than Butler and Bam. Yeah, there's very very different to what I was playing with it this whole time in Portland. Yeah, I would like to see that actually, because that would then elevate this Heat team from being like this this underdog that's overperformed. They can't play so the underdog. Actually, be no, they can't. But but they'd still have that grit that's managed, made the men that they can. They've managed to catch the finals twice as the underdog. Yeah, they'd still have all those qualities, but then with the actual star talent to be an actual title favourite. That's two of like. Two players who really upped their game in the playoffs as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'd quite I'd like to see that. It would be fun, but also quite bad for the Blazers if that happens. Unless someone else, like we said, falls in love with trading for Tyler Hero and, and somehow throws the the Blazers picks for it. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I uh, yeah. Don't see it happening. I mean, how long has Terry Hero even got left? Four years, I think. I mean, I guess at least, at least, it's, at least you're going for a while. But twenty-seven million, though. Yeah. 
Ouch. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, that's a lot of Lillard chat. Well, it's going to be the biggest move I mean, this offseason. That's what, yeah, that's that's basically what we're waiting for now. Um, and before we wrap up, were there any other free agent deals? Didn't mention. Not really. No I, don't, I don't think. I don't think anything that I've got a particularly no. strong feeling on. Um, there are lots I mean, Draymond like, Green went straight back to the Warriors. Said that, Which after the pool, tra- oh, we didn't mention Chris Paul getting traded. Actually, um, that's going to be interesting too. How that works? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I think lots of the deals. There was a few that were like, "That's a lot of money," like the Brooks one. Um, but the caps going up as well. So I think quite a lot of those, even ones that looked a bit high, are going to not be that high by the end of the deal. Yeah, and like that Draymond one was just like the most yes. Four years, hundred million. That's probably what everyone would have guessed for that contract. Yeah, that's that's a good, a very good deal for the Warriors, and one they had to do really. And a good deal for Draymond because I think they're going to be very competitive again next year, and he gets to play with Steph Curry. So, you know, yeah, be worse. And Chris Paul, interestingly, yeah. <laughs> Didn't, actually, didn't see that one coming at all. Unbelievable turn of events. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. I guess we can uh, wrap. Yeah, all sorted. Sorted. Done. Bish bash bosh. Uh, like and subscribe. Uh, and uh, go, go and look at the, the trade suggestions on Twitter as well. Yeah, and, and comment. On it, on them, and let us know what we said wrong, what we, what we're what we're wrong about. As people do on the internet. Okay. Yeah, that's what it's for, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs>